0: The Misadventures of Anno and Nemus, by Caleb Slayball. Episode 4, Flying Squirrel. It's the year of the Great Squirrel Invasion, apparently. I don't usually mind squirrels, but when they begin lining up in the yard outside and singing the universal squirrel domination anthem, it gets a bit much. Anyhow, Nemus and I had planned to record them, so he stayed at my place for the night as we wanted to get an early start the next morning. When I mean early, I mean getting up at 5:30 a.m. for a guy that normally wakes up at seven. Well. Uh, uh, Let's just say I may be up at 5.30, but I'm not very ready for human interaction at that time of night, uh, I mean day. I had packed and prepped all of my recording gear the day before because I knew I wouldn't be in the mental condition to do it at such a ridiculous time of day as 5.30. By 6 o'clock, the sun was coming up and it was time to get out there and start recording. Nemus headed out front saying something about recording the robins in the birdbath while they were still there. I headed out back to the woods where I knew the squirrels were likely to be running around. From my time deer hunting, I figured my best bet was to sit really still in one place in the middle of the woods and wait for the squirrels to come to me. I hiked out to an old fallen tree and settled in at the base of it to wait for the squirrels to come. Nestled between the jagged roots and clumps of orange and red clay, I began to contemplate my decision to get up at 5.30 this morning, how much a new alarm clock might cost, and whether or not to move to a different location if the squirrels didn't come close enough. Squirrels are curious creatures, and sooner or later their curiosity will get the best of them, and they'll come in for a closer look at the person sitting still in the middle of the woods. Sure enough, and sooner than I expected, a squirrel ventured over to see what I was and, presumably, if I might be edible. I waited till it got closer and then pointed my microphone at it as I pressed the record button on my portable recorder. The squirrel jumped away from me, startled by my movement, and then proceeded to scold me from the tree trunk about ten feet from where I was. This was exactly what I wanted, as most of the other sounds squirrels make can be performed by a Foley artist in a studio. I was really quite pleased with the recordings I was getting when my concentration was interrupted by a painful stinging sensation on my leg. Quickly glancing away from the squirrel, I looked down to behold the awful sight of my feet being swarmed by red ants. Even in the case of Red Ants swarming one's feet, one does not just throw $700 to $1,000 worth of equipment to the ground. With that in mind, I gently and lovingly set my equipment to the side and then proceeded to, in the most controlled and masculine manner I could, flip out. suddenly decided that I was quite happy with the sounds I had gotten, I packed up my gear and headed back out of the woods toward the house to see how Nemus was getting along. When I got to the backyard, I spotted another squirrel on the roof watching me intently. As there were not red ants preparing to feast upon my toes, I pulled out my recorder and mic and attempted to get closer to this squirrel in order to record whatever sounds it might make. The squirrel didn't trust me, apparently, and scampered back along the gutter towards the other side of the roof. I followed along, hoping to get something good from this recording. The squirrel ran up the roof and disappeared over the ridge. Well, that was uneventful, I thought, as I stopped the recording. I trudged around the end of the house, and as I came around the corner, saw Nemus still recording the variety of birds coming and going from the birdbath in the flower bed by the large maple tree in the middle of the yard. From above me, I heard the sound of some small claws on the metal roof. I looked up just in time to see the squirrel I had tried to record launch itself from the gutter in an attempt to reach the branches of the maple tree in the middle of the yard. It didn't take me long to realize that the squirrel hadn't been jumping for the tree, but rather for Nemus, who was standing still as a statue in his attempt to not scare away the birds. Before I could warn him, Nemus felt 18 sharp squirrel claws pierce his jeans. The squirrel genuinely wanted to get as far away from Nemus as Nemus wanted to get away from the squirrel. Nemus proceeded to do a freestyle breakdancing performance that, until then, I had had no idea he was even remotely capable of. To be honest, the acrobatics of both Nemus and the squirrel were nothing short of awe-inspiring. The squirrel finally freed itself and scampered up the tree, leaving some frayed bits of denim in Nemus's trousers. Nemus headed inside to treat his wounds with some disinfectant lotion, and I packed up his equipment for him as I pondered whether it was just us, or if other sound effects guys have as many mishaps with the world around them as we do.